Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Good Risings, I'm Liz Earnshaw, and this is Hash It Out. If you've been following along this week, you know that I've had a buddy with me to help me answer listener dating questions. When I wanted to dive into dating on the show, I thought who better to help me answer the questions than someone who works on a dating app and released a book on dating. So Logan is here with me today. And if you haven't read her book, How to Not Die Alone yet, make sure you check it out because it is a really good resource for dating. Anyway, let's jump right into our next listener question. Dear Liz and Logan, how can we keep the spark in a long distance dating relationship? He is in Oz and I'm in Singapore. Yes. You know, I actually get a lot of questions about long distance relationships and I really empathize with people in them because if your love language is something like physical touch or quality time, it can just be really hard to to keep that alive and to, and to really invest in each other in that way. And so just want to say, I do think that long distance relationships are hard. That being said, I feel like the pandemic has shown us how deep people can really go through virtual communication. And a lot of it is what we know as kind of ambient quality time. And so something like, I'm going to leave my laptop open while we're hanging out and I'm just cleaning my house or, you know, people even like stay on the phone while they're sleeping. Like there's all these different ways that people really just have quality time together and it doesn't have to just be in person. I think it's also about understanding what are your different communication expectations? Do you want to FaceTime every day? Do you want to text throughout the day? How are you managing the time difference? And so I think that for people in a long distance relationship, the keys are communication and expectations, really prioritize the other person and if you have an appointment to talk really keeping it and then the third thing which not everyone can do but is ideal is having a light at the end of the tunnel and so is there a time when you'll be able to live in the same city how can you do that is one of you willing to move because I think that dating long distance in perpetuity can be very frustrating but if you know that there's that light at the end of the tunnel then you can just work towards that yeah and maybe even creating like mini lights at the end of the tunnel where it might be something like, I know that we're not gonna get together until December, but why don't we sit down together and, and plan the flight to get there together? Or let's start booking hotels and, and doing these little monumental things that can help you feel closer to getting to that end point. Yeah, I love that. And also I'm sure that you're a fan of the Gottmans. I'm a big fan of them. And they have this idea called love maps, which is just really knowing what's going on in your partner's life. And so who are their colleagues? Who are their frenemies? Who are their family members? And really just having a sense of their worlds, even if you can't always be there live with them, you know, in that particular location. But the more that you can feel intertwined in each other's lives, the easier it is to share what's going on. So really invest in learning your partner's love maps, even if you live in different cities. I love that. That made me also think about the ways in which intimacy plays a role and the different areas of intimacy. And I think 
being far apart, there's not necessarily the traditional ways to build emotional intimacy or sexual intimacy or experiential intimacy, which is kind of what people do when they're hanging out or intellectual intimacy even. But I wonder if it would also be helpful for this person and their partner to think in our long distance way, how do we build emotional intimacy? So it might be looking at love maps cards from the Gottman Institute. How do we build experiential intimacy? We can't go to a sports game together or a concert or any of those types of things, but could we watch a movie together or could we start to plan a trip together? And then how do we build sexual intimacy if that's where you're at in the relationship? And of course, that's not going to look exactly the same, but you can come up with fun, creative ways to do that as well. Absolutely. I love that. I'm Liz Earnshaw, and I'm a licensed couples therapist, and you can find me on Instagram at LizListens or through my website, www.abetterlifetherapy.com. Thanks for listening to Hash It Out. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to check out the other Good Risings offerings available in our feed. Until next time, love on your loved ones, and when that gets hard, hash it out. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio.